welcome to 2023 MNOF Mondays. They're back. Oh my goodness. I hope y'all survived just the holiday season and enjoyed it and all the things. Hopefully you loved the Podmas series. That was so much fun for me to produce. So hopefully you got a chance to listen to those. But then also, yeah, it's 2023. Hi, how are you? So excited. Can't believe it. Goodness gracious, all the things. And so for today's episode, I am not doing the cliche like New Year's resolutions, like talk through my goals, like keep me accountable episode. I do want to ask though, so let me do the big question. One, two, three. So what's your word of the year? I don't know if y'all do this. I tend to do it most years. And I think this year mine's going to be either peace or pause. But also I thought about a line, which when I was saying it to Christopher, he was like, a line, like A-L-I-N-E. And I'm like, no, A-L-I-G-N. But so really I was thinking to my word or goals and I wanted to think not of this super aspirational version of a mythical person, but more of kind of a hard look at what I'm deficient in or maybe in my marriage or relationships, what I need to balance more or take care of my kids even better or even take care of myself better. So although it's good to stay positive and keep a positive spin on things, it's also a great time to reevaluate and refocus on less fun things. So when I think of where I want to focus, I want to be able to find contentment outside of my creature comforts, like my people and my spaces, my cities that I'm comfortable in. That I guess I want my ultimate peace that might be brought through moments of pause is centered and focused on all the blessings I already have right in front of me. I mean, 2022 was a big year for us. A first full year in Seattle, along with a super sweet addition to our family, but many, many moments of unrest and discontentment. So for you, for today's question, ask yourself, what is your word of the year? Maybe think about it. And okay, well, along with that, I do have my husband on today to talk about our flight from absolute H-E-L-L over the holidays. So buckle up, y'all. This is a really, really cringy, horrible story. Like one of those stories I talk about almost in third person sometimes because it's just so unbelievably frustrating and overwhelming that I can't believe we actually came out on the other side. So y'all enjoy. Okay, so Christopher, hi. Thanks hey, for sweetie. being back. Yeah. Yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Goodness, 2023, hate to be cliche, but whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Where did 2022 go? Yeah, it, it was the longest and shortest year, I feel like. Totally. Well, I say that COVID year is pretty long, but it was really long, really short all at the same time. Yeah, had a whole baby. Had a whole baby, yeah. yeah. I think it's weird because a year ago, we were sitting here not even knowing we would have PJ in arms, didn't know that whole thing, but ultimately we got pregnant in the month of January. So it's just funny, really, to look at time and think about a year ago, I'm sitting here, not pregnant, not knowing that PJ was going to be in arms and being a three-month-old. Yep. Yeah. So for today, we're talking about, I wanted to do a whole like New Year's Eve resolution thing, but at the end of the day, it's a pretty cliche podcast topic to talk about on the second day of January. And also for the audience's sake, Thank you to y'all for giving me a little bit of grace. We've had my family in town visiting us for the New Year's holiday, so this is going up a little bit late, but it'd be better late than never, and I am excited for this story that we're talking about today. But I wanted Christopher to join me on today's episode, even though I'm going to kind of lead off, because we had this travel day from H-E-L-L, didn't we? (laughs) Yeah, I'll say it. It was hell. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it was Uh, bad. It was pretty rough. Rough day for sure. Um, you know, I don't think it was the worst travel day we've had in True. our history, but it is up there in the top three for sure. Yeah, we actually did have the ability to pause and say we've had a worse flight than this, but y'all, this was a really bad one. 
I wanted to, before I throw it over to Christopher to kind of talk through the story from his perspective, I wanted to talk through like travel tips or those type of things that just help me as a person who's very type A organized around traveling, really to a fault in some ways. I know that I, when I married Christopher, he was a morning packer. Like you're traveling on that day, he's packing that morning and it gave me so much anxiety and frustration. So although... I feel like there's some ways that I've adjusted to Christopher that way I have not and if anything Christopher's come my way and so when I think about like when I want to travel if I want to go into my trip very well organized it takes me almost a month out from the trip to start my organizational journey I feel like if you've listened to the podcast before you know that I love notes on my phone I use my notes I have like 300 notes in my phone so one thing that I've done and we kind of talked about this that it's really easy for me because I have a curated list of things that I need to bring in the sense of like baby stroller gear and toiletries and stuff like that. You're just copying and pasting from the previous trip. So I love to have an organized list there in the same note sheet and it's gonna be labeled with this trip's title and it's gonna have the itinerary of when we leave, when we come back, maybe even the, what is it called? Like the record indicator or the confirmation code so that when I'm at the airport, everything's right there and it's just a one-stop shop. But I also think it goes even further to a week in advance having a suitcase out where you're filling it up with stuff that you wanna wear and making sure that stuff is clean. For us, just in a family of five, we have a lot of laundry and a lot going at all times. And I love the aspect of, oh, this is a couple of my favorite outfits. I wanna make sure those are already in the suitcase. So a week and sometimes even more than a week out, I have a suitcase filling up with stuff. It just helps me in my brain. I also just love to come home to a clean home. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but if you can come home to a tight bed, clean sheets, clean towels, it just makes you feel good, especially after a day of travel when you feel so gross and you're like, peel this stuff off of me, especially when we talk about today's episode. So the fact that I was even able to coordinate a cleaning while we were gone, so we came back truly to a clean home and a Christmas tree up, which was so fun. It just felt like gold stars. Like I felt like I hit all the things. So it's kind of funny for today's episode because it's a juxtaposition of how we felt when we walked in. At least I will say the house was clean. Didn't I feel so happy that I'm like, we're coming to a clean home at least. Yeah, had the house been dirty after what we went through, (laughs) I don't know if we'd be here right now. (laughs) Right, it would not been good. I was very, very sad. So I would love for you, Chris, to kind of talk us through the trip. I will start it off in the sense to give context that we took a trip to Louisville for Thanksgiving. I was six weeks postpartum, so it was a little bit pushing me past my, like over my skis, if you want to call it that. And 10 days with five people, and I love you, Christopher, but I feel like I'm packing for you too. So it's just a lot of stuff and a lot of organization. That Thanksgiving week, we had Thanksgiving on Thursday, obviously. Then on that Sunday, in the middle of this whole trip, being back in Louisville with friends and family, you had to take a work trip, which was fine. It was always going to be that way. We were not blindsided by this idea. So you left on Sunday headed to Dallas and then the whole plan was that me and the girls were going to be driven by both our moms actually kind of sweetly up to the Cincinnati airport so even that concept I had to make sure everything was packed and all these new gifts and all the clothes and everything the strollers was in the car to head on this a little bit over our trip up to Cincinnati and you were going to fly not back to Louisville but back to Cincinnati meet us there so that you could be standing at the curb waiting for us to help us obviously get through security and all the things. Yeah, I thought being with Cincinnati, it's a direct flight from Cincy to Seattle. Yes. Louisville, it's a connection point. Right. We don't like connection points, which yeah. 
And after this, I might be tweaking my Me perspective too. a little bit. I thought the same thing. I'm like, the, the pause, being able to get out and get Chick-fil-A, I don't know, maybe it'd be better. I get it. That's a lot of kids to shuffle from place to place, but this was tragic. Yeah, yeah. So start us on Tuesday. Tell us what happened that day. Yeah, so Tuesday. So Tuesday, again, to your point, the plan was for me to fly to Cincinnati. Uh, I think I got back to the Cincinnati airport on Tuesday at like 10 Mm a.m. And our flight was supposed to be at 4 p.m. that night. So in my brain, when you're like planning these things and you're far away from it, you're like, oh, that's a long day, but I got a lot of work to do. So I'll go sit in a lounge somewhere and just get some work done. Turns out when you actually go through and do it, it's pretty lame sitting in an airport that long. But mm-hmm. we'll leave that there. That was not the worst part. So get get in on Tuesday morning, start doing the whole plan, working, things like that. Did you know it was already going to have any delays or anything like that? Not, not at this point. But I heard there was some weather going on in Seattle and West Coast. So long story short, the day's progressing, day's progressing. You still decide to head that direction. Uh, so it's like 1 o'clock, you guys leave Louisville. And then as you're driving that way, I get an alert on my phone saying, oh, hey, your flight's delayed like an hour and a half. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, crap. Like, that's not fun. But, you know, we get some time. We'll shoot dinner or something. So as it continues to progress and you're still on the, the drive because it's an hour and a half drive for you, continues to get pushed out, continues mm-hmm. to get pushed out. And so I decide to, okay, now's the right time to go leave security. Um, and so I walk through and I talk to a gate agent. And she's like, hey, you know, the flight hasn't even left Seattle to come here yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't think that's going to leave till like midnight tonight, and it's like three p.m. at this point. So yeah. it's like, okay, this thing's not going to, this is not going to happen tonight. So we went through, got it rebooked, and got it rebooked for the, the next day at the same time. Yeah, you've got the girls in the car. You've got both of our moms in the car. We you, have to pick you up anyway. You have to pick me up anyways, which is super sweet. So you do, you grab me. We drive back to the house. We're all like super dejected. Mm-hmm. Like I got a customer thing the next day. I had to like maneuver around and. Mm-hmm. Um, just was like kind of stressed, right? Just from yeah. that concept. And so but we get back to Louisville. We had unpack everything that we had packed up because mm-hmm. uh, we had to get like the stuff that was in the bottom of the of car, course. which is terrible, right? So we have another night in Louisville, get up the next day, do a little work, hang out in Louisville. But basically it's just a reprep day. It's not go. like we're going shopping that day. Like it's not like we're going out to lunch that day. We're just sitting all day waiting to leave because you're already in go mode. Yeah, yeah. We find someone to drive us because like our parents had plans. Yeah. Blah blah blah. So, anyways, we get back to the airport the next day that evening. We're, we're kind of rushing. Like we we kind of got there a little too close to the time, so it's not like we get to take our time for dinner or those nope. kind of things. So we get in, we house a pizza as a family real quick, barely make it on the plane. And as we're getting on the plane, we didn't get seats assigned at the gate. So Mm -hmm. we had to go to the gate agents to get seats. Come to find out when you have two lab children, you can't actually sit in the same row. Because if y'all remember, obviously Kate just had her birthday. So at this point, she was still under two. And then we have, of course, little Poppy, who is, what, less than two months at this point. Yeah. And so you had to sit like two rows up in a center seat which really sucked yeah and i was in the in like two or three rows back uh with the girls i had the aisle with kate on my lap at least it was an aisle seat in the center that helped a ton but she's like an almost two-year-old so she's a big kid yeah she's a big kid she's active um she's my buddy so it's great but she's active and then ellie was in the middle seat and there was a gentleman in the window seat that we didn't know and a person next to us uh in the um across the aisle across the aisle right so that's the setup for the story. So we get on the plane. It's like a four and a half hour flight. It's it's you know not a crazy flight, but it's definitely not like a hour and a half. You know, this is, we do anything for an hour and a half kind of thing. But you said four and a half hours. I'm pretty sure they said we're going against the jet stream. It's going to actually be five hours and like fifteen minutes. Correct. You're right, and we found that out as like we're going up. So which is already a bummer when you're like I'm ready to get home. 
so anyways so kate you know we're, we're sitting there we're starting the flight she's been a dream she's snuggling me she's got her blanket uh kate's got this one blanket that she is absolutely in love with it's her if y'all know the little giraffe brand it's a little too expensive for my taste someone gave it to us and that is kate's one blanket that's it 100 percent. it's her favorite thing on the planet so she's snuggling that i'm snuggling her we're watching this ellie's all set up with snacks watching a show and it's about 40 minutes and kate's sitting forward and like it truly felt like uh like a bird hit the airplane mm-hmm. like it was one of those kind of feelings but it was kate she got sick all over the like kind of facing forward remember guys pizza pizza yeah <laughs> rough rough for sure it is like one of those things where i didn't hear it she's really quiet she's a little assassin when she does this uh and so she does this and i'm like oh my gosh i know i know it because it was hot i could smell it and yeah. it just like i could tell all of a sudden something was off immediately this is like every parent's worst nightmare you're like your gut drops i'm like worried about your couple rows up i don't know what to do you're still trying to catch you don't know what's coming next blah 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 and we're right at the start of the flight so i mean we're 30 minutes into this five hour and 15 minute flight i'm meanwhile thinking okay although i'm in the middle seat poppy is a dream on the plane i ended up having to nurse her like three times but she barely made a peep like i thought if there was going to be an issue it's going to be from the two month old but i was just sitting a couple rows up i thought oh if this goes well and the girls fall asleep maybe i'll get a glass of prosecco come to find out i get a tap on my shoulder from this girl behind me that's like your husband needs you and i look back and it was chaos (laughs) y'all i always you know don't regard like the bags for if you get sick on the flight i didn't plan ahead for any of this so this is all kind of new to me and so i'm trying to scramble and get this figured out and so my we're just using wipes to like sop up everything like my shirt and her blanket yeah oh the blanket was all over the blanket correct so like this is like again strategic error number one there's many to come (laughs) but uh, so anyways, freak out, tell Anna, Anna kind of stands up, comes back, I take Kate back to the bathroom, I've got some on me, but we're able to kind of clean it up, right, mm-hmm. so it's like, alright, I'm going to clean this up, it's a lot, blankets going in a in a trash bag, whatever, so talking to the flight attendant, mm-hmm. asking for one of those, because we can't throw this blanket away, or we're no. hosed, and it's way too expensive for us to want to go buy one. And I will say, when I'm standing at our row that has Ellie just watching a show, I'm looking around and everyone's looking at me, right? Like, they're like, okay, we all know it happened because the whole plane can smell it. Everybody can smell it. The guy that's across the row is clearly gagging. Yeah. He's having issues. The guy that was actually in your row, he was seemed like he was one of the nice. nicest guys. Like, for he a could stranger. have been worse. Don't know his name to this day. Awesome. Awesome. If you're guy. out there, yeah. we love you. Thank you. You, you were did a nice great. guy. I will say that the drink cart happened to be coming by at that time, and I looked him in the eyes and said, can I get you an alcoholic beverage? And he was like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, please, can I? Come to find out, he probably should have taken us up on it, but it's okay. This was just the first throw up of many. Christopher, you come back, and you sit down. Yeah, sit down, kind of make sure Kate's here. You're like, hey, make sure you've got one of the bags ready, et cetera. We told the flight attendant, can we have an extra bag? Sure, of course. We're so sorry that happened. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody really really is cordial at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, long story short, this doesn't happen one more time. Mm-mm. This doesn't happen two more times. Nope. This doesn't happen three more times. Nope. Four, no. Five, nope. Six, no. Seven, no. Eight more times for a total of nine on this flight to my sweet Kate get sick on mm-hmm. every article of clothing that we had mm-hmm. in the carry-on, in, you know, Ellie's backpack, mm-hmm. like... We, like, she got sick so much that we had, like, the flight attendants asked us to stop basically getting stuff. Like, they had to save stuff for the rest of the plane. The people next to us, like, clearly, like, ill at this point. Yeah. Let me make it clear. Let me, Christopher, you just skipped over that part. 
I, at one point, walked to the back to talk to the flight attendants. And I'm not trying. We're not going to say what airline we were on. There's no reason for that. But I will say these flight attendants were sitting down, as as they do. It's a long flight. You know, they did the drink service and they moved on. They're sitting down. They're all, like, on their tablets or on their phones, relaxing, which I know a lot of flight attendants do. But they weren't in the middle of doing anything. And I said, hey, guys, I need to grab a couple more of those bags for getting sick. Uh, My daughter got sick again. Um, I don't know if you have bigger bags, smaller bags. We just need some bags um, so I can bring it back to my husband. And I get it. Christopher had asked them several times. They did bring bags. But we're at like maybe six, like throw up (laughs) times six. Um, So there's still more to come that we didn't know. But I knew let's just get a couple more bags. These flight attendants, y'all, looked at me and said, well, I mean, we can't just keep giving you bags. And I I felt like not angry, but desperate, sad. Like inside of me was so much bubbling up sadness. I start crying and I'm like, I just don't know what you want me to contain the throw up in. And I'm at least glad I went that way. I think other people would have like cussed these people out. But I just said, I just need help. Like, it's fine if it's not a bag. Can you help me understand what I should contain the throw up in? And they were like, we just can't keep giving you, can you just keep, can you use the other bags? I'm like, they're already full of throw up. Like, I'm not, I don't want to do. So I was able to get at least like one more bag maybe out of them. We had to do it at least two more times. But they were so cranky with us, y'all. And I don't understand that. Like, flight attendants, if you listen to this out there, like, I don't know if there was a better way I could have approached it. I just felt very sad. The other thing I'll say, just from my perspective, not that I had the worst case. Christopher clearly did. He was just rolling up his sleeves, like throw up inside his sleeves. He was just rolling them up, like (laughs) layers of throw up in between his sleeves. Definitely throw up down his back. When he was walking to the bathroom one time, I just saw like throw up just on his back, down his pants, on the back of his thighs, y'all. Yeah, that was one of the ones that I was trying to do approach. I was like, okay, I'm going to put Cater up my shoulder. Let's see if this works (laughs) and see if it calms her tummy, lets her sleep. No, I just got my back covered then. So for me, when I was walking back and having to sit down, and remember, I'm in the middle seat. So the lady, it was an older lady. I bet she was like 70, I would say, sitting next to me. She did have to get up a couple times because every time Christopher went to the bathroom to clean up Kate for whatever time, there were sometimes he didn't, but there were some times when it was like, okay, he has been thrown up on twice. We do need to go change again. I had to get up because I wanted to sit with Ellie. Plus, I was worried, like, is Ellie going to throw up? And I'm wearing PJ in the Ergo, so at least it wasn't like someone had to hold my baby anyway long story short it's not that big of a deal i was in the middle seat but i did have to ask this lady to get up and i can't make this up she was so mad at me so frustrated that she had to get up let's say a total of five times by like the third time she turned to me and said i guess in this day and age women don't know how to empower their husbands to do it they just do it all and their husbands just don't know how to handle the kids and i was like well I hear you, but... I was like, you're right. (laughs) I was like, no. um, Actually, he's being thrown up on, and we have another daughter. Like, I was trying to explain, like, logic into her. She just scoffed. I mean, every time that I had to ask her to get up, she just would be so frustrated, clearly frustrated at me. Like, one time going... You know, like you're just, you're, I'm crying. I'm crying, y'all. I sat and cried. I've cried the rest of the trip, for sure, in the next four hours. And I'm not trying to say it was her job to calm me down she's not my mom she's not my grandma but i will say y'all there's just like a lack of kindness in the world that all she really needed to say and maybe just the idea of her seeing me it would have gone a long way for her to just be like hey it's gonna be okay the flight will be over at a certain point or 
hey, it doesn't bother me to get up. Or at one point I said, I don't want to ask you to switch seats, but would you like the middle so you don't have to get up? And she was like, well, I am an aisle person. And I'm like, okay, I get it. But at the end of the day, if you're an aisle person, you understand that there's two more people inside you. Y'all know, I hope all of y'all are collectively eye rolling with me. It just was a whole nother thing added on that really, I just felt very sad. I cried mascara tears down my face. I just so badly wanted to help Christopher. I couldn't help him. I couldn't switch with him. I couldn't have PJ and Kate on my lap, and I still had to be nursing Poppy. You overempowered me. (laughs) That lady didn't even know. No, so it just was a really sad. It just added a little bit extra layer. Yeah, it was it was it was honestly a terrible flight, and the the worst part of it truly was Kate, who's just she was cheery in between it. Yeah, and I think it was motion sickness, and so it was just really sad. Do you think that nine times was motion sickness? It was probably more than that, but it was motion sickness plus. But she didn't have like a fever or anything. And then no we got fever. home, she ate like a great meal and like was super she was, excited. She to be had an house. appetizer. You're right. I also I remember you saying this is really difficult because for Kate to fall asleep, and I don't know if this is gonna like bother anybody out there, but she has to have her blanket, like she does. And if she doesn't have her blanket, she really does need something to, like, hold on to her hand as she's sucking her thumb. So you were like, Anna, I need something for Yeah, we went through one of my vests. Uh We went through uh, all of Ellie's stuff in her backpack. Yeah. We we ended up getting one of PJ's, like, sweaters. I think so. Was what she held on to to sleep with on the ninth time. (laughs) After the ninth time. Yeah, it, that was really tough. And then it's just hard because then, you know, we're going through the airport at the end and we have all of these bags. We have strollers. We have multiple kids. It's what time at night? Maybe 1230 in the morning. Is that right? Yeah. And so it was just a little bit of like, oh, wouldn't it be nice if it was at least in the middle of the day? Wouldn't it be nice if the lady that was sitting next to me, wouldn't it be nice ultimately if Kate never got sick at all? But, oh, I just, it's one of those where we kept looking at each other and like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. But didn't we also say... We're never flying again. Well, I think, yeah, we need to, like, come up with a strategy of every mom needs a private plane. Because yes. that that was, it was it was nuts. I mean, I'm thankful we went home. Super thankful for that. I'm yeah. thankful that our family is safe. I'm thankful Kate was okay, truly. Truly, it was like, I mean, I couldn't understand what she was throwing up after the ninth time. But it wasn't like we dealt with dehydration or any, like, extra issues. She rebounded super well. I was thankful to be home. We obviously made it here safely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just crazy tough flight. And a kicker for me on the flight was mm-hmm. i so we obviously live in seattle grew up in louisville kentucky mm-hmm. i there was the, there was a family in front of us in the row in front of us on the flight back and it turns out it was a girl that went to high school with me <laughs> who i literally had no, not seen since we graduated like we weren't right. close friends or anything but she were getting off the flight waiting for the the stroller and meanwhile i'm like the family behind her with the two girls who's gone through chaos and everybody on the flight knew everybody knew like you know we were the throw-up family or whatever yeah. and so Anyways, we're waiting for the stroller, and like I'm covered in puke, and you she, smelled. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm no, not trying I, to add I, I smelled horrible. So like, bad. like in my hair, it was rough. And so, anyways, she's like kind of looking at me in the stroller line. She goes, "Wait, are are you Chris Duffy?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah." And her name's Morgan. I was like, "Oh my, oh Morgan." And she's like, "Yeah." She's, "Were you sitting right behind me on the flight?" And I was like. Yeah, she's like, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, imagine seeing someone you hadn't seen from high school in 15 years after you just like, had Like, did you flight. shake her hand? Did you give her a hug? I, I like air-fived, you know, I, I didn't want to be weird and, or get her sick. So, just wild thing. But again, thankful we made it home safely. Really glad to be here. We are never flying again with the kids. We <laughs> will be boating or driving anywhere we go. <laughs> we are going to Hawaii in a couple months, which is fun to talk about. I will talk about it on a future episode. But we did, when we got home, we're like, 
how are we gonna do hawaii it's the same length of flight yeah really scary Ooh. i'm just nervous now at this point it'll be fine we're bringing our own bags yeah. luckily at that point kate will have her own seat she is no longer a lap infant praise the lord yeah and you're sitting with kate <laughs> just kidding <laughs> well and also people told us that even if your kid is under two you technically can buy them a seat i didn't know this if y'all out there fact check me on this but i feel like if we get to the point where pj is close enough to two we might just bite the bullet and buy her a seat because it might just be worth it so well that is our crazy flight from h-e-l-l story i don't really know how i'm supposed to end this just to say you've said this before that we just really should have empathy for those people on flights i told christopher if he ever sees a mom in the airport when he's traveling alone just to tell that mom you go girl you got this mama whatever is not weird coming out of christopher's mouth he should say something like that because it really does go a long way for someone just to be like it's okay you're gonna be okay if someone on that flight just told me like i get it this is crazy but you're gonna be okay it would have gone a long way. No one did that. It felt very much like people avoided eye contact with us. I feel like would I have done that? I want to make sure I wouldn't have done that, but maybe I would have. But so Christopher, you provided a lot of content today. Thank you so much. I love you so much. You're so cute. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for letting me come on and uh, tell my tale of Thanksgiving joy and festivities and travel. Uh, and I'm really thankful for your partnership on it. I will echo your message of if you see someone in the airport, or traveling, or in general, just be empathetic to other people because you don't know what they're going through. That was a crazy day. Mm -hmm. And I love our kids. I love our Kate. I love you. Crazy day to be a dad. Mm -hmm. And that day, every dad needed a friend yeah, uh, in the did. airplane. And so just make sure you're being friendly to your, your, fellow, your fellow people out there. Oh. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. I love you. I love you.